How long have your characters been in their dirty area or out and exposed? Perhaps you can use dirt to tell the story of their emotional journey as well. And continuity becomes extremely important in these situations and on projects that take place over a longer period of time. So definitely be aware of the time frame of your character's journey. This is 5-Minute Face Talk. I'm Karen, and I've been a film and TV makeup artist for over 25 years now. And inside 5-Minute Face Talk, I'll share the cream of the crop, makeup and skincare products, techniques, top tips and no-nos, and hopefully a giggle or two, all in bite-sized episodes to help you look and feel fab. Because life's too short for YouTube videos. And hygiene is another thing too. It may also be that your character takes a lot of baths or showers in the story and that they actually keep themselves quite clean in amongst a dirty time or location. All these things require conversations, questions that you can ask your makeup designer or department head and the director prior to shooting and makeup tests. So collaborating with the hair and costume departments is really incredibly vital and just generally having great open communication channels can help you to do your job more effectively. Now let's talk about how to apply realistic dirt and this is important. I mean it's all important but this is key (laughs) as I say. The key for me is to not only apply but to remove. Yeah, it might sound weird, but it actually works a treat for dirt makeup. You put it on and you take it off. And I think what looks really lovely and as lovely as dirt can look is leaving the product behind under fingernails, in the creases of your skin, like it's lived in and real. And what's a particularly subtle and effective technique is to paint Crayola Aquacolor in black. And then there's a lovely brown as well over the hands and use a water spray to spread it really quickly. And then I take a wet ones or a baby wipe and I roll it over the hands to remove the excess of the aquacolor that I've applied. And what this should do is leave what remains under the fingernails and settled nicely in the creases on both sides of the hands too. Using aquacolor is a really quick way to cover a large area as well. And you'd be surprised how well it stays in place once it's settled into the creases of the skin. Another go-to method for me is the old faithful Skin Illustrator Grunge Palette with a V-Neal powder brush. They're my faves. I mentioned these in my recent episode not too long ago, all about my favorite brushes. I think it was 38. So you pair those with a bottle of 99% alcohol or Skin Illustrator Activator if you've got a budget. (laughs) And I basically work the alcohol into the dark brun color, which is another go-to for products and shade for me when it comes to breakdown makeup for sure. So work the dark brun within the palette and smoosh the brush into the skin. I like to work quickly and move about on the surface of the skin, but not hitting everywhere. So this way you create a very ununiform application. This helps it look more realistic and not even all over. Sometimes then I'll wash all the product off the brush and then with some alcohol in the bristles, I'll come back over and stipple to rework where I've been. 
this will help minimize some parts and I can come in with more depth in other parts if necessary. Try to avoid creating any areas that are too distinct looking because when you do this, it becomes more difficult to recreate on a daily basis and you're essentially creating more work for yourself, aren't you? Make work lighter for yourself, I say, not harder. Our jobs are hard enough as they are. (laughs) Another thing that's really fun is adding sunscreen spray after you've finished, which can also add that final level of authenticity to your makeup. But it's important to test your sunscreen spray beforehand. And I can't stress this to you enough. Certain sunscreens contain isopropyl myristate, which if you're not aware, is one of the most common prosthetic makeup removers in the industry. And sadly, if this is in your sunscreen, it's going to remove your beautiful work. And we don't want to have to deal with that nightmare on set, do we? Believe me, I have been there and it's not fun when your breakdown makeup is basically removed before your eyes by the sunscreen that's been sprayed right over the top of it. The right sunscreen, however, can help give a lovely sweat finish and create some interesting textures on top of the dirt makeup as well. Now, the faint of heart could use a water spray, but this will take a lot more spritzing in between takes and setups. And you could also get out your trusty airbrush and go for using inks for a dirt effect too. And I have done this. And I've done it when I've had to put dirt over realistic prosthetic makeups or silicone appliances. And this way you can create a dirt look without disturbing your prosthetic application. A spatter look can also add some areas of interest to your dirt makeup as well, whether achieved with an airbrush or a toothbrush or hard bristle brush and the old flick technique that I will never be able to master. No, I'm not a flicker. I'm a I'm a certified spatter airbrush person from way back. But those choices are entirely up to you, aren't they? Now, some of my favorite dirt makeups have to include combinations sometimes and all or any of the following. So first of all, Skin Illustrator Dirt Works, Skin Illustrator Inks, because how can you go past Dark Brun for dirt? Crayolan Aquacolor, as I mentioned. The Ben Nye Powders are always on there too. The Clean Dirt, Ash Powder, Plains Dust and Charcoal, depending on your locations, of course. Or you could even mix those to really get your very own tailor-made shade. Ah, rhymed. (laughs) Uh, The Allied Effects Company, which was formerly known as Bluebird, their Dirt Grime, they have some wonderful new products too. And of course, David Stoneman's Makeup Dropper Dirt, one of my favorites. It's such a lovely shade too. Now, another thing worth mentioning is to think smart. Years and years ago, I worked on a show in New Zealand and the makeup department I was in the prosthetics department at the time. They showed me their massive tubs of dirt that they had hand mixed for their soldiers and background in the project. And it was a delicate mixture of sunscreen and brown and black pigments. And it worked a treat because not only did the product stay in the right places, the cracks and creases, because it was rubbed into the skin, but at the same time it was giving the performers some sun protection. Pretty cool, huh? 
And you can really have a play with the density of color you like, the tone, and custom make it to whatever look you're going for. And it can be pretty cost effective too if you're on a shoestring. And let's face it, they're always shoestrings today, aren't they? And one last thing before I go, I wanted to give you some of my favorite recommendations of movies to take a look at if you're on or you're about to create breakdown makeups. Might sound a bit weird, but I feel there's actually a real beauty to a well-realized breakdown makeup. And I love to see a nice big close-up on the big screen. So I wanted to mention these few movies as they're some of my favorites as an audience member and as a makeup artist fan and yes, researcher too. So the first one has to be Saving Private Ryan, those gritty close-ups and almost desaturated shades and colors. I loved the different textures of dirt as well. There's sort of powdery dirt layered with wet dirt. The new remake of All Quiet on the Western Front that just came out last year, The Revenant and The Way Back. These are more modern movies because I guess it's more applicable to our techniques and our technology and our products today. But I also love watching older movies from the 1960s and 70s to really enjoy the different styles and products that you can clearly see were available at the time and just how different the camera technology led to those makeup looks. So much has changed and it's always fun and I still believe highly educational to take a look back at what's come in these decades before us. What's your favorite dirt makeup? Please feel free to message me on IG at The Makeup Refinery. I know I've left a few. This was just the ones that spring to mind as I'm talking, but I know there are plenty more that have beautiful, well-realized dirt makeups in them. And that I hope you've learnt some quick techniques and some new things to try out next time you get to do a breakdown makeup. And feel free to send me photos too. I love seeing dirt makeups. It's always inspiring. So shoot them to me at The Makeup Refinery on Instagram. I'd love to see them. Alrighty, we'll see you next time. <laughs>